0: As you're listening to me, Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot, is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more
1: to iPhone. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue.
2: Hello ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the Ruck. Uh, Jones, you look a bit um, bit weary today. Well, I'm a bit weary, it's c- continuous uh, hard work. I was up
1: all night working, uh, got up this morning, worked before breakfast and then I sat in a planning meeting with someone who is an expert on getting us back through Heathrow without having to have some dreadful cor- uh, quarantine behind security guards for 11 days. So, If there's any immigration experts out there listening today, please add your voice to the, um, add your evidence, because we are desperate not to do that. Even if we have to go to Siberia, we are desperate not to have to go to the dodgy Heathrow hotels and spend um, 1,700 quid on getting through to the country where we live.
2: We we have quite a um, a big uh, constituency of immigration experts listening to this podcast. I know we do. Just tell us what to do. It's mainly for them that we record this. Anyway, so, so I didn't introduce myself, which is a bit rude. I'm Owen Owen Slots, and look, Jones. So I'm not in, I'm not sitting next to Jones at the moment because it's bad, bad weather. He wouldn't come to my hotel. Also, he's still envious of my hotel room. But look, Jonesy, who I've got sitting next to me, has joined us for the day. Whoa, he, hang on. Couldn't we get a broadsheet journalist?
0: <laughs>
1: I, you didn't tell me we're going to go tabloid.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just here to see. Um... Sotty's new palatial room because I obviously live in a broom cupboard in, in the uh, in the same hotel, but he's got the broadsheet uh, the broadsheet boutique, so to speak. This place is absolutely enormous; it's bigger than my house. So, so okay.
2: we didn't even explain who it was. So, um, yeah, I'm sitting with Johnny Fordham uh, from the rugby correspondent of the Sun. As Johnny explained, I'm in a palatial room. So the uh, hotel laundry completely messed up my laundry and put put extra bleach on my favourite shirt and ruined it. So I was very sad about that. But the reward is I've now been moved to a junior suite and there's enough room in here to play yard cricket. So if you fancy coming around for a couple of overs, Jonesy.
1: OK, I will.
0: I will. Well, as soon as it stops raining, I'll be up there. But this is actually your second upgrade since you've been here, which I think slightly controversial, isn't it? You know, they, they, gave me, they gave me an upgrade initially
2: because they said they admired my, um, my journalism and especially my, um, my intros.
1: Right, well, I'll tell you what, the second one was when you deliberately poured bleach over your own shirt. So that's good <laughs> as well.
2: Jonesy, what do you think Johnny's, uh, ach- the highlight of Johnny's tours- tour has been so far, his main achievements?
1: I-, I think basically it's still to come when he boards the plane home, I think <laughs> really. But um, his main achievements, well, i tell you what, th- to be absolutely fair, he is a, a very, very fine tourist. Heart and soul tourist. He's occasionally a pain in the ass. In fact, he was only really a pain in the ass twice yesterday. Once for sixteen hours, and once for eight hours. And fair play keeps the keeps the ball rolling in in the Sun, which um, not everyone who writes for the Sun over the years has, has done. So uh, it's a, it's it's actually a pleasure to be a tabloid story as well as a broadsheet story because that's how rugby should be.
2: But, um, so, so I was just giving you the option of, of complimenting Johnny on his um, uh, groundbreaking news on this tour. Johnny, what was yeah, the story that...
0: that you broke? Oh, hang on a minute. What?
2: Sorry, Johnny's gone all which modest one? on us. I... Oh. oh, sorry, which
0: one he's saying, yeah. yeah. has been so many. I've been here for so long now, you see. Which one? Well, you broke the Alan Win story. Well, my, myself and esteemed uh, the the other broad street writer that we obviously now won't talk about. Mm. We were fortunate enough to be here from the start. And yeah, we did. We, I mean, even when we did that Alan Win jones story, there was a kind of glint in Gatlin's eye and you didn't know whether he was kind of being serious or if he was just kind of putting out a little bit of a, a message to the Springboks or anything like that. So yeah, that was that was a great mm. times. I mean, that was about six years ago now, I think, right at the start of the tour. So... Uh, it's been a long old slog and it's great to finally have one test down and then almost, you know, get it wrapped up this weekend potentially. So it's been a a long old slog, but worth it. I think my greatest achievement was actually yesterday and uh, organising the trip to the vineyard. I think that was a a magnificent day for everyone. Do we want to go public on,
2: on our trip to the vineyard, Jonesy? Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't stay for the
1: wine tasting afterwards because I was more professional than you guys who did stay and didn't <laughs> get back to the bar- long after, about four hours after the curfew. So <clears throat> I don't think I'm the one to ask because I was very, very uh, measured in my response to the um, amount of wine that was there. And um, I drove back, admittedly in a taxi, but, um, and I wasn't a driver, but I did take the car back very early. You
0: hmm. managed to sort yourself an Uber out, didn't you?
1: Yes, I did. Do I, you know what? I've never got an Uber before. And I was pressing all these buttons and I thought, oh, God, this is a disaster. Then this cow came up and said, is that Steve? <laughs> and I said, yeah, why? He said, well, you're your Uber driver. It was
2: brilliant. It was brilliant. Johnny, what, uh, what is your view on the weekend? As you say, the lines might wrap it up or they might go one all and then, um, then we're really in a
0: dogfight. I, I do you know what I, I think they're I think they're gonna do it and I think they're gonna do it because I think the, the Springboks are absolutely on their knees already. I think that first test you could see a lot of their players really, really struggling. Obviously they've had the the, the massive unfortunate COVID situ- situation that they had in their camp. There was what, 14 of them all together? Khaleesi, pretty much their whole front row. Um I just don't think a week's gonna be long enough, and I think that it's gonna be 2-0 by the end of Saturday night, and that's it. And, it, and if it does go 2-0, I think Gatlin still would absolutely ring the changes for his line side. And then you would still fear for the Springboks again, wouldn't you? They just don't look um, look like they're going to last a full 80, a lot, a lot of these guys. And the guys that do come on the other week, they, they didn't make any impact whatsoever. They've had. Do you not find, much- Johnny, that, that when you've had a, a week off your training, you can get back into test match <laughs> form within a week? Yeah, well, you know what? It's, um, they haven't played what? When was the last time they played? That Georgia game, which was an absolute... Yeah, well, that wasn't uh, even a was proper game. They, they had the Georgia game. then They haven't played a game
2: together since the World Cup final.
0: Yeah, so I, no, I I, I think 2-0 by the end of Saturday night and then, then I do fear the worst for, for South Africa as well next week?
2: Jonesy, you disagree, yeah. don't you? Look, you're frowning down the other end of that. Oh, I do, I do. Mm. I'm sorry. Um, for, for a
1: start, uh, the humiliation of losing 2-0 as the world champions in front of, well, in front of your own people, albeit only on the television, is, is one thing. But anyone who doesn't realise what is going to happen or what is going to be thrown at the Lions this week doesn't know their spring box, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they were quite close to winning last week. They didn't, wouldn't have deserved to, but they were quite close. But it's going to be hell on wheels this weekend. No question about it. From first to last, and uh, I mean, one thing I, I actually wrote in the Times boys was that the game plans this week don't bother because the, the the course of the game, the passion, and the the bitterness and the anger will will come pouring out of the box. And the, the game plans will go west because they'll just be swept away in the, in the thunder of it all. So I think the box, uh, I got the box down to win. The, Johnny's right, they, they've been panicking all week. I mean, Razzie's made a bit of a spectacle of himself, really, uh, last week. And the funny thing is, still this morning, five or whatever it is, days after the test match, you're still getting um, home media people texting something else they found, which is, they say was the ref's fault, which is hilarious. So they're panicking, but they will translate that into pure animal passion on Saturday.
2: So, Jonesy, you think that uh, the fact that they're, they're knackered and out of uh, and out of shape uh, will be irrelevant on the on the big day?
1: Well, I mean, they're, they're going to be less knackered and less out of shape than they were. I mean, but also they made a huge blunder with a bomb squad because they put they, they they just chucked them on a half time. You should always net. You should never do that. You should always let your um your your first team or your starting team absorb some of the pressure of the early scrums, which is what the Lions did. When the Lions reserve front row came on, the called had already done a few scrums and 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 were already tiring. I don't think they're back to their best, but people like Malab and uh, and Bongi um, and Bongi in the up front. They don't suddenly become bad props overnight just because they're short of gas. So, you know, I think they all. There's not much you can do in a week, admittedly, about your endurance, fitness, etc. But they will find ways. I swear, they will find ways.
2: Mako has been promoted to starting loose head on Saturday, and uh, Malhub has been promoted to starting tight head for the uh, for the box. Do you think there's a, a bit of a um, an Osterant Paul Wallace 1997 uh, revisited uh, narrative in that?
1: No, because I never rated Oz <laughs> Durant. I thought he was a, he was a barrel large sometimes. Uh, I never rated him. He was a great talisman. I never thought he was a great prop. As Julian White of, of England uh, proved at Twickenham where he utterly dismantled uh, Oz into about 20 pieces in the scrum. Uh, I think Malherb is a much better scrummager and uh, will, will be good this week. And I think it'll all be down to the... Uh, Kiwi ref to sort out the scrum, and the last time the Kiwi ref sorted out the scrum was in 1833. Mm-hmm. So um, that that's a danger to the Lions. Mako's really going to have to show his his very best form. I think the one blow for the Lions is with respect to Mako, who, who's a great player, is that Win Jones was not fit because he's the guy who's come on on this tour the most and was playing great rugby, and I think it's a real shame. They couldn't refresh the team with a new Lucel prop,
2: Johnny. Um, so should we talk about Yako Johan? We should talk about Yako Johan. Is he
0: not about to log onto this Zoom call onto the podcast? <laughs>
2: so, well, Johnny, you need to explain who Yaco Johan is. He's the sort of he's the new um, most exciting mystery uh, journalist in, in world rugby, isn't he?
0: He's world rugby man of the year, isn't he? So far, yeah. Oh, well, Yaco, uh, y- where do we start with Yaco? So Razi's mate, Yako, the. What do we call him? I call, I've been calling him a ghost Twitter account. Apparently, the, the official phrase is a burner Twitter account. Do you know what a burner Twitter account is? I thought you knew, I thought you knew all this terminology. No, this is, this is, this is even over my head. So Sorry, I thought
2: we got Johnny on because he was like terminology guy. This is, no,
0: this, no. It's, it's I, know what, I know what a
1: burner phone is.
0: Yeah, well, it's essentially the same thing. So it's a fake Twitter account, if you will, a pseudonym, Yako Johan. and Why uh, is it called
2: Yako Johan? Whoa.
0: Well, apparently it's to do with uh, Jacques Ninbar is the, the Yako bit, and Johan is Razi's actual first name. So that's where the, the name comes from. I would have thought that if you are going to have a um, uh, a fake Twitter account or a burner Twitter account and you didn't want it to be associated with yourself, you wouldn't call it Owen Shop, would you? No, well, no one would work that out. So...
2: so um. <laughs> But but Razzy's denied that he's, a, he's a, a fake or a burner or a ghost. Yeah, he? I mean,
0: he's obviously completely denied it, which is absolute baloney. So that was a bit of fun on, when was it? On Monday and Tuesday this week. And but then,
2: on Tuesday, during the Lions team announcement, Yako actually joined the team announcement on Zoom, didn't he? Yeah,
0: which was incredible. And uh, we were all sitting there, and I don't know if we're going to get to the, the truth and manage to reveal who the real Jaco is. But then all of a sudden, Jaco Johan pops up on our... On our Warren Gatland Zoom press conference, which was absolutely magnificent, so we were just waiting for him to reveal himself and ask a few questions to Gatlin, but sadly he didn't have the bottle.
2: Would well, do you know who? Jack- do you actually not know who Jacko was on that Zoom call on Tuesday? No, I don't. No. Okay. Well, it was it was it was me. All right. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. I had everyone wondering because you know you can just change the name on your thing. And I only did it. I only did it for about a minute because I thought it was quite funny. That was brilliant. But, um, but but, um, but, that, but then I appeared in Johnny's newspaper the next day who said that, that this mystery Yakko Johan had appeared on the press conference call. Well, I, did, I didn't know
0: that. It was brilliant. Neither did I. And so we sat in our bar, which was finally open. Thank you very much, Cyril. We sat in our bar that was finally open on Tuesday night. And I said, oh, yeah. I, I said, I even put a line about Yakko Johan <laughs> appearing on Warren Gatman's Zoom. and Slotty just sat there and almost fell apart and went that was me (laughs) and I was like what what do you think of that Jonesy I I pulled off a a
2: Zoom online gag without even meaning to Uh, were were you um, Captain Birdseye and Adam Hathaway as well I could never be Adam Hathaway, because to, <laughs> to, to be Adam Hathaway, you've got to have completed six years of medical degree
0: and then one week before the end decide you're not going to be a doctor and actually exactly. be a rugby writer after all. I think we need this story about how, um, how you managed to change your Zoom name as well. How, how did you oh, know? Oh, no, you can do how it how here. Do that? Yeah, but how did you know? Who taught you to do it and how did that come about?
2: Oh, uh, well, my, my kids taught me how to change the name. And i, I tell you why, because during lockdown when we we were doing family zooms and and we everyone was changing their names i didn't know how to and so the name of my laptop was changed by one of my kids to um something rude let's just say like that something uncomplimentary and the next day i was on a on an rfu i was on an rfu course uh zoom and they wouldn't let me in and i was going why 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 won't they let you in and they said, well. So I said, why won't you let me in? And they said, well, there's someone here called, called Family F**kwits, and we're not letting him in. I said, well, that'll probably be me then. So it's only no, on the sorry. back of that that I've, I've worked it out. You've got to get some
1: discipline in your home. Bad language like that is not on, honestly. Just going back to the really important uh, thing of the week, what was really embarrassing for journalism was um, the, the clips which came out, which showed um, a group of journalists um, from what used to be called Fleet Street, all in the same room standing up, watching the, the state president, um, Cyril Ramaphosa, making his latest dispositions to, to quell the pandemic and the third or fourth wave. And the, the embarrassing thing was, as he came to the, the, the point of um, possibly opening uh, uh, alcohol sales again, after a long and thirsty break, when he announced that he was... There was the pathetic jig danced by the aforesaid hacks in a sort of circle like drunken Morris dancers. Just so that we can have a bloody drink, it was pathetic and embarrassing. I took no part in that. I, I, I maintained my dignity as, uh, as the pres- President Cyril made his dispositions.
0: VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen.
1: VoiceOver on Settings.
0: So you can navigate it just by listening.
1: Books. Contacts. Calendar. double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11.
0: And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone.
1: Well, we always say this every week, and I was talking to the great uh, ex-lion, Donald Lenehan, this morning at breakfast. Donald's out here um, broadcasting, really, really lovely fella. And um, we were saying that you never, ever get over uh, the the empty stadium. My first empty stadium I saw, I think, was after post-lockdown at Bristol, and it was horrible, and I never, ever get over it. You never get over the fact that where we are now on Cape Town waterfront, boys, um, there'd be just a huge crocodile of red jerseys, you know, going around join themselves. Um, and I, I know you'll say, look, at least we can get a restaurant booking now, but I would rather stand outside the restaurant looking in if the fans could be here. South African fans as well. Uh, I know we say it every week. I feel deeply for them and it doesn't get any easier now the Test Series is on and wishing a climax.
0: Do, do you know what, on that, and I don't normally get... Um, uh, I suppose I might have a bit of a cold heart, so I don't normally get emotional or anything like that, but I do, I do agree with you massively. I think that, that game last week was the first game at the start there when they were having the anthems and all that, when I thought, do you know what, this is an absolute desperate situation. It's desperately sad that there was... There was no one there, and I was just thinking how amazing it would have been to have that stadium full and the whole city full and it there was a who was it Paul from Bolton and his wife Helen the springbok and yeah. the lion who we um who we all met on, on the way into the ground and they'd come down and you know they were going you know, to, they cheered the buses on. I think there was a few of them there in the end. I think there was about ten of them actually who mm. did make mm. their way down there and ten it was, fans out of 50, should have been fifty five yeah, i mean it was yeah. it was a it was a lovely little kind of moment to see them do it but yeah that 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 first test was the first time when I actually went do you know what this is this is really 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 crap without fans and that was the first game I mean we've been to we're used to it now we've been to Twickenham and I never had that feeling at Twickenham I never had that feeling at Murrayfield in Cardiff but it was just that one game and I guess that's what the Lions does to you in a way isn't it it's that one situation where you think there should be 30,000 here all come from Different countries and all having the time of their lives, and it's just so that's just shattering.
2: that's cold-hearted Johnny. Yeah, he's been mm. moved. He's been moved to sadness. He seems oh, to be handling.
0: Not... He seems to be handling it all right. Don't worry, we got we got over it yesterday. We're we, we're good now. So, but I mean, it'd be interesting. The
1: thing it was, is, uh, like... study, I um, sorry, they just so the the maids come in to uh, do my room. That's, excuse me, I'm just on the podcast. you will probably... take. That'll take him about 30 seconds because it's such a small room. No, it's not. It's a big room. It's a double aspect. That means I can look out both windows, apparently. One thing last week, going into the game, I, it'll be forgotten now, but I, I just thought that both sides, both camps, there was a long, long time where you never thought they'd get through to the Test matches. And to get through is, is a tribute to their ability to stay together, stay focused where there's no distractions whatsoever, no nice distractions. I mean, apart from golf in their own complex, the Lions have had nothing. They've been, you know, they've done Lego. They've been playing uh, DJ, you know, DJing, um, training and all that sort of stuff. They've
2: been, but, they've been for coffees at, at, at Jamie George's and Elliot Daly's coffee shop. I mean, that's yeah. been about the highlight of the tour for them, I think. It,
1: it, it is, and it it just shows what, the as Johnny says, it shows what the Lions mean to players and it shows that the idiots who fixed this tour originally should get out of the way and grant the players' wishes to have proper prep, proper fixtures
2: and uh, a proper tour. Tablets of stone there from Jonesy. He's wearing his flowery shirt today.
0: <laughs> Is that a curtain?
2: Yeah. But you can't all be... Um, You've got all
1: floral it, on us a-
2: again, Jonesy.
1: I have got a better floor one than this, but it's in my bag at the uh, Taramok. It's coming down today by courier. This is much, but it's much better than this one. You boys just haven't got style. That's, that's your problem. Thanks.
2: Well, it's good, nice to hear that
0: from a style guru. You know where you're going wrong. Do you know what? Slotty is so attached to our hotel, Jonesy. Yesterday he was wearing a Santa Claus tie and a Radisson blue tie pin. He oh, was part of the establishment. He's been in for so long. He's had so many upgrades. That he's now wearing the hotel company pin badge, and it looked. Do you know what? It looked great, and it was. I think his best dress on the tour so far. Hey, I, I'm it's like too- a, a part. This
2: is my home. This is I, I, the people are here are my family, and this is my home. Um, yeah, it's, this, is, this is where I am now. I, I, I hope that my my wife back in London's not listening, but but um, you know those were, those are were good old days. But this is the this is where I am now. Well, she's she's not listening. But I'm just I'm just ringing Juliet's
1: number now to tell her that you've she's you've got another family. We'd all we've always suspected
2: it, Johnny. What do you think? What do you make of the changes to the Lions team? Do you think do you think
0: Gatti's made it stronger, or do you think he's just played around with the way he's gonna, he wants to attack the game? Yeah, I, I think a bit of both actually. And I think I think Jones is right about Win Jones as well. After that South Africa A game, I think everyone was adamant that he he would be the starter, and he was picked to start, and it's. It's pretty sad for him that so far he's um, he's been struggling what's, with what's turned out to be a, a shoulder infection as well, which sounds pretty pretty nasty as well. So you just hope that he can get himself right for the for the third test because he's had a he's had a great tour so far. I think I I was probably in the the almost well the slightly silent Chris Harris brigade. Um, oh no, we're all Chris Harris fans science. on here, oh, aren't we? Okay. okay. So- Jones to... and I are both in the Chris Harris camp okay great so we're in a safe space to talk about it yeah I, th- I thought I thought he's been brilliant I would never in a million years put his name down as a um a test line before the start of this tour so I'm I'm pleased that he's in there and I think that Connor Murray I guess it's it's the kind of pragmatic approach and it's going to give you potentially a little bit more stability potentially a, a, a slightly more accurate kicking game and obviously he's got all that experience I mean third tour now he gets to start on this one for the first time he's had a he's had a rough old ride hasn't he he's been a, a covid close contact he was given the captaincy when i imagine imagined probably in a million years he didn't want that really and uh yeah it, so this is his moment as well in a way so i i think that the the changes that he has made i i would agree with them I don't think there's anything else I would have done. I mean, I sound like an absolute Gatti superfan there, don't I? Which is pretty sickening. So I, I do apologise that. And it's very What do you boring. think,
2: Jones? Do you agree with the
1: Gatti superfan? Yes, I do agree with the Gatti superfan, but for for different reasons. The thing is, last week, uh, the Lions had this curious play, which Alan Wynne-Jones specifically mentioned, uh, and, and not in glowing terms, where they tried to go wide and outside the box. The box, defend pretty narrow. They tried to go wide, but what would happen is they'd make six dodgy passes at an angle of about 45 degrees. By the time we got near the wing, they'd be 40 metres behind where they started. And it was absolutely catastrophic, especially as Dale Allende and uh, Lucanio Am read it all the time. And poor old Daly, was, he kept on copying it. Now, there's no way they can do that. They've got to play, play on the on or over the advantage line. That is where uh, Robbie Henshaw, who was... Hugely competitive in the second half and Chris Harris come into it. Now, I actually think Chris Harris is a player. I happen to think that the combination of Mark Atkinson and Chris Harris at Gloucester is one of the better um, combinations or probably the best combination in the Premiership. And look, the, 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 this the, I think the idea, especially with uh, Conor Murray, uh, the man who the Sunday papers um, revealed as the new uh, Lions captain after the... Um, <laughs> uh, loss of Alan Wynne-Jones uh, his service is uh, he's not nearly as sharp as Ali Price and ha- him being there as Johnny says uh, will be a kicking game and um, the, I think the lines have given up on the idea of trying to somehow outflank this, the box and will be taking them on on the advantage line so I think those um, th- that, those selections are correct uh, I think that uh, T- Talepi Fallatu had to come back it, on, onto the bench uh, I think Tom Curry will play a load better this week. I think he's just finding himself. But I think he'll be loads better. And if they win, he he's bound to be close to man of the match. Uh, let's hope that uh, Alan Wynn, Maro, Tozi, and uh, Courtney Laws have got a, another gallop in them. Uh, so I'm fairly happy about the, the team. But again, I do not think that team selection will have any part to play on Saturday. It will be heart and soul it'll be battering and it'll be ferocious.
0: I, I tell you, what, one guy who I wasn't sold on before the game and during the first half in particular as well was actually Stuart Hulk. I thought he had a bit of a bit of a rough ride, but he, he grew into it. I mean, he was one guy that I didn't think should should have been in there. I would have had Liam Williams there and then obviously this mm-hmm. week Liam Williams is, is nowhere to be seen. So I think that's a... Uh,
2: uh, I'm just agreeing with everything Johnny says today. today. I, I would have had Liam from the start and uh, I don't think Stuart Hogg's quite proven himself, but maybe
0: he will do now. I, th- I think, as Jonesy says, though, you, you mentioned Tom Curry and Tom Curry's going to grow into it. You, you, you've now got that out of his system, so to speak. He's, he's had his first Lions test start. It, it's done now, and now he can crack on. And, and, and I imagine, think... and you hope the same for Cowan Dickey as well. Yeah, think? I was going to
2: say, Cowan Dickey, I think, is, is, he, he knows he owes the Lions a really good one this time around, and I think he'll, give, I think he'll deliver it. OK, quick question for you two. Lions are 1-0 up. In your heart of hearts, would you rather them win 2-0 or would you rather it went to 1-0 and an extraordinarily dramatic final week? 2-0 kills off the series, uh, 1-0 makes it a a, a blistering uh, finish.
0: I would rather 2-0 get it it done and dusted. This has been been a long, old tour. This has been a long, old slog. I mean, the players have been together for, what is it now, eight and a half weeks in a bubble? I mean, it's been... uh... You know, it's it's pretty depressing the the stuff and the protocols and the the amount of COVID tests that they've had. So I think for them to go two 0 up and then uh, I I do honestly think that if if the Lions went two 0 I think they could I think they could do the whitewash because I think that this squad, when you look at it, it's so much stronger than the than the 2017 one. When obviously you're going to have people go off tour because you could go back off tour back then. So um, I I would say. I just want them to get it done this weekend. From a, a would it be a, a, a would
2: it be a whitewash
0: or we call it a quash, would not we? Johnny, the Sun
2: would call it a quash, wouldn't we, you? We,
0: a, it's absolutely going to be a bot. Come on,
2: but this is one wash. of
0: my um one of my colleagues at, at the newspaper is is talking about what you're talking about, which is it, how great would it be if it went one all, and then you've got this one monumental game. It'll what be do you the think, Jonesy?
2: One all or two nil?
1: Well, look, I, I, I think I'm on record now as saying I think the box are going to edge it. I really do. But uh, having said that, and from the point of view of, of the Lions as a concept and this team, I think they've been heroic. I'd love them to win 2-0. To win um, and, and then I think, as Johnny said earlier, I think Warren then would say, right, I'm going to give all the boys a game. I would love to see Finn Russell out there in the test match, I'd love to see some of the other boys out there who've who've really given it everything. I really would. So uh, Josh Adams, etc. So um, I think they can. The Lions can relax and let their hair down a bit then, um, if it's two 0 I don't think it will be, but I think um, it, w- it then really will be all you know. The alarm bells ringing for the third test match. But again, I I just think that Warren is got that wisdom that I, I would fancy them more in the third test than I do in the second test. Uh, because, as Warren says, it's very difficult to replicate the massive, uh, almost superhuman effort twice in a row. So um, it's as simple as that. So I think I still think the Lions win the series, but I think it's going to be all hands to the pumps this week.
2: OK, should we finish up with some predictions? Uh, you, who, so okay, the my I'll go first prediction for the uh, for the score. I think the conditioning thing is 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 really the uh, the deciding factor in these two teams. Um, so I think that uh, the the box will not catch up quickly enough, and I can see the Lions winning this one by eight points.
0: I, I think it'll be a little bit closer, and I think it, for exactly the same reasons. But I think the Lions will squeak home, do it by six, and I think it's going to be the last. 10, 15 minutes like last week, it's, it's going to go right to the wire.
1: Well, I think it'll be like the Lions playing against every Springbok who's ever worn the shirt. And I think the Springboks will win by six.
2: All right, boys, that was good fun. Thank you very much. Jonesy, in your in your hotel over there? Yeah, it was t- tremendous, honestly. I've just been upgraded for the eighth time. On that bombshell. Cheers, boys. Thanks, uh, Jonesy. Thank you, Johnny. And, um, uh, this is the right. we'll see you uh, well we'll see you after the first test uh, after the weekend sorry not after the first test after the second test even bye guys
0: the train is now approaching junction at platform passengers airport please stay on board next stop road station iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Imagine the
1: softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.